If you're current on Owl House Season 1, then stay tuned as I theorize on who used to own the Bat Queen. Hello friends and family members, I'm Megan, the fangirl, here to talk to you some more on the fangirl. And lately I've been binging a lot of shows on Disney Plus and my son has gotten me hooked on Owl House. It took me a bit to warm up to the series, but it gives off this vibe of Gravity Falls meets Steven Universe. It's about this geeky human girl named Luce who ends up on the Boiling Isles, a land inhabited by witches and other bonkers kind Kind of things. And Miss Luz decides she's gonna stay there and train to become a witch herself under the mentorship of Ida the Owl Lady and her new school Hexide. And the show does not take very long to start building up momentum, although I do wonder how this is gonna play out. Luz accidentally ended up in the Boiling Isles, but she's supposed to be at a three-week-long summer camp and her mom has no idea where she is. And really, Owl House does not feel like a Disney Channel show with all of the darker tones that it has. By far though, the character who is most intriguing but got zero story arc fulfillment in season one is the Bat Queen. The Bat Queen is a very mysterious and incredibly rich demon-like creature who is apparently known to just dump off her kids with strangers and then run away, like you do. And yeah, that's curious and all, but even more curious is the fact that the Bat Queen used to be a Talisman. Okay, let me back this up for anybody who has not watched the series yet. In this universe, a witch can create herself a staff which includes an ornament at the top that is actually alive. So the witch essentially makes their own pet or familiar pet miller? No, McGann, we are already doing the cutesy wordplay thing by taking pal and talisman to make palismen. Stop making unnecessary wordplay! But yes, a witch here makes a palisman for herself or himself, both males and females are witches in this world, and once they've constructed their friend, they make sure that their foot includes an interlock, which makes sure that only their palismen can fit on top of their staff, so it's like a lock and key thing. And then the palismen is brought to life somehow. Well, okay, not really somehow, we know it's magic, we just don't know all of the details for how that works yet. Most of the palismens also appear to be winged creatures so that way the staff can fly like a broomstick. However, I am pretty sure that the wing thing isn't a requirement to make a palisman, it's just up to the individual creator's preferences. And we can also infer from season one that a palisman cannot be deactivated once it's brought to life, and the palismans can even go on to have children of their own, so they must have been sculpted pretty anatomically correct. However, the palismans seem to have eternal life even though their magic using creators definitely do not. And that proves to be more of a curse than a blessing as the palismans are shown to suffer severe emotional turmoil when they lose their owners. As the Bat Queen puts it, her staff was broken and then she was discarded with it. She also notes that she now protects the other palismans who were thrown away or abused by their owners. And being tossed aside by your owner is such a triggering thing for BQ that she She's even willing to fight Luz over Albert, which is Ida's palisman that accidentally got hurt under Luz's care. So Bat Queen has gone from a pal to a nightmare.
However, as far as the Bat Queen's owner, we know very, very few details. She knows she used to belong to a giant and that her staff was broken, so she was thrown away. And that's it, actually. Bat Queen remembers nothing else about what happened because it was thousands of years ago and she's forgotten all the other important bits. So who could this mysterious owner have been? Well, that owner had to be big, and they have to be dead, and that's really the end of our criteria. And okay, seriously guys, there's only one thing that we know of who can check both of those boxes at the end of season one of Owl House. The giant whose body became the Boiling Isles. The problem though is that we don't know anything about the rotting corpse that this civilization built itself on. But since Bat Queen's memory is hazy right now, I have a feeling that things are going to be a little bit different than she remembers. What we do know is that Bat Queen's staff was broken thousands of years ago. And even though we don't really have a timeline for when the Boiling Isles was founded, considering how long it would take to build a society on a rotting corpse, I mean, thousands of years feels about right. Although the real question to ask is how this giant died. If there had been some ancient Clash of the Titans style brawl, where the Boiling Isles giant perished, then maybe that same fight would have snapped his staff in half. So maybe the giant didn't discard the Bat Queen, maybe he just died. Then, with his last bit of life force, the giant put his palisman on his chest, and there the Bat Queen sat and mourned until she lost all track of where she was or who she was on. I mean, grief and denial are some of those funny emotions that can really mess up how you perceive the rest of the world. And that's because sometimes it's a lot easier to be angry rather than sad. It can be really hard to explain if you've never lived in that mindset, but anger is more like a fire. You can smelt with it. You can you can be productive. You can make things out of anger. Even if you're just sitting there plotting out some revenge, anger gives you focus and direction and purpose and motivation. Depression and sadness, though, tend to weigh you way down with this empty hopelessness, and it's like your whole world is out of control. There's nothing you can do to fix it. There's nothing you can do to right it. It just is. And that can get so overwhelming and even all-consuming for some people. So it's not at all impossible that the Bat Queen really didn't know how to process her emotions, so she created a narrative where things were different. She didn't know how to accept that her owner, her creator, had died and would never come back for her. So she decided to fuel herself and her survival by saying, I was abandoned and I will not let this be the end of me. And then after a while, the Bat Queen just forgot that it was a lie that she'd been telling herself. Bat Queen literally pulled a fake it until you make it move and it worked. And as long as the Bat Queen believes she's been abandoned, she has her charity work to focus on. And that helping of others is both fueled by her anger and feeds her anger because she just can't stand seeing other palismans discarded. And that angry fury also pushes the Bat Queen to survive to tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow because there's this internal glimmer of hope that someday answers might come, or things might be fixed, or her owner may even return for her. There's no coming back from the dead though, or at least I don't think there is in this universe. So accepting that your creator has died would make this 
huge feeling of finality and despair, and it's hard to get over. Although true, it can be a lot healthier for you to accept reality, go through your emotions, and learn to move on. But how do you do that when you're a palisman who was created for one specific person? It's a sad, dark half-life to accept that your maker has died while you have to linger on forever without them. And if I'm right about all of this, then the Bat Queen is going to become the sympathetic fan favorite in the very near future. That's my theory, and you heard it here first on the Fangirl. The Bat Queen's original owner in Owl House was the Boiling Isles Giant. It might not be reality, but theories will hurt you worse than the truth. Before we go, I want to do a quick shout out to, I think it's Kristen M. C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N. I think that said Kristen. But so many apologies if I'm wrong. Who is from Doylestown, Pennsylvania, who sent me a letter about my Retsuko season three video that I did. And I share art when people send it, but I don't share private letters unless it's intended to become a theory. So I'm not going to read the letter. I'm not going to show a picture of the letter. But I did want to acknowledge that I got it and hopefully you have gotten the card I sent back to you. Thanks so much. Your stationery was adorable and your letter totally made my day. Now on to outtakes. By far though, the character who I found the most intriguing that... If there had been some Clash of the Titan style brawl that killed the Boiling Isles giant... Boiling Isles giant then I think the Bat Queen is going to become the very sympathetic fan favorite in the... Hello, friends and family members. I'm McGann. <coughs> Why am I so weird today? It took me a bit to warm up to the series, but it basically gives off this vibe of Owl House. Owl House gives off the vibe of Owl House. Really, Einstein? Really? Well, family members, we're almost done, but I want to invite you to hang out with me in some other places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as my own personal self, and I have a Facebook page too, but I mostly just post photos over there. And sometimes people say, hey, McGann, I want to mail you something. How do I do that? Easy. Just click the About tab on my channel page, and my most current P.O. Box info will be right there. I also run another channel, The Family. It's really a hodgepodge channel where we might post anything. Oh yeah, and I also sell shirts and stickers and stuff with the family and the fangirl logos. If that is your cup of tea, I have a link in every description of every video. Finally, if you want to help out the fangirl channel and make sure I'm putting out video essays for years to come, the best way you can help is by subscribing and watching more of my videos, whether they're new, old, whatever. Maybe even share one or two on social media, help spread the word. People who watch to the end of videos like you helps to tell the site, hey, this is a good video. We should recommend it to other people. So if you made it this far, leave me a comment of something like, hey, I made it to the end. Love ya. See you next time, family members. Bye.